This is a Ticket to Work podcast. Ticket to Work is an initiative of National Disability Services. We believe every young person has the right to employment in their community. Our role is to ensure all young Australians with disability have the opportunity to exercise that right. Hi, I'm Henry Newton, Senior Policy Officer at NDS. And in the studio today, I'm joined by Michelle Wakeford to discuss a recent evaluation study she undertook with Ticket to Work. Michelle is the National Manager leading the Ticket to Work initiative, which aims to prepare young people for the world of work by providing them with an open employment pathway after high school. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. Hi, Henry. Great to be here. Great to have you. I'd like to start today by uh, looking back a little bit to about five years ago or so, I believe, when Ticket to Work was getting started uh, and getting an understanding of some of the kind of initial drivers for setting it up. Well, it started with um, some research that came out or some data that came out from the Department of Education. Um, And it showed that only 9% of young people with more significant disabilities were transitioning from school into work in the community. And there was a group of us that thought that was, you know, wasn't good enough, that we we could do better. So we we got together and we started to to look at and and researching what was happening overseas. Um, And what we found was that internationally we, we do quite poorly that um, in other countries that they have quite well-established school-to-work transitions for young people with a disability. And there's an expectation that all young people will transition into employment in the community. Um, And we also found in that scoping that young people, if they hadn't had a connection with the labour market by age 21, they're unlikely to ever have a connection with the labour market. So we we recognised that that early intervention was key and we were determined to do something about it. Okay, interesting. So it sounds like it felt like Australia wasn't keeping up with the rest of the world in terms of supporting people in that particular time where it's important for them to get the supports they need to, to make that transition, is that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we know that career development happens at that age around 15, 16, 17. And if the expectation or the opportunities to explore a work environment aren't given or explore career development, then that you know it makes it harder for a young person to see themselves as a, a worker if they haven't given those opportunities or those expectations. So, you know, for us, it was kind of like a no-brainer that we needed to do something. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, Australian young people had all the opportunities they could have to have a great future. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Michelle, are you able to just explain to us a little bit about what Ticket to Work is exactly um, and how it came together and, and how it works? What we did was we looked at what worked overseas? Um, What is their evidence base around what creates better pathways for individuals with more significant disabilities? And we took those key elements and put them into the ticket to work model. So what that looks like is that young people get experiences while they're still at school to connect with employers, to have career development, to explore their skills and aspirations. Um, And we have a a collective response. So what we've done is set up Ticket to Work networks. So what the research showed was that it's not one sector's responsibility. It's how we work as a community that creates better outcomes for young people with a disability. 
So on those networks is a range of organisations from schools to employment services to training organisations to disability organisations, and they all work collective and strategically to create better outcomes for individuals. Interesting. Okay. Um, and and in terms of uh, it being uh, based in research, how important was that? Um, it, for us, it was key because there seemed to be a lack of knowledge or understanding around what works. Um, so, you know, for us, you know, um, everything that we wanted to do had to have a, an evidence base. So, you know, that was our starting point. So we've had a very strong evaluation um, framework and, you know, the, we've just undertaken a, a recent evaluation study that, you know, was looking at, well, what happened to those young people once they left school? Yeah. Can you, um, can you talk us through that study a little bit? I believe that study was uh, about participants and their experiences with the uh, the pathway after school, what did the research show, and what were the what were the findings out of that report? Yeah, well, we we knew that we were doing really well in getting young people, you know, experiences while they're still at school. So we had over you know one thousand four hundred young people had gained employment through you know those ticket to work networks, um, and those kind of employments were things that you know often young people participate all the, you know as their their normal pathway so things like after school work um, we had young people doing you know their own micro businesses and we had young people doing school based apprenticeships and traineeships what we didn't know was what happened to them post school and our basic philosophy was that providing the support in school would create better outcomes post school. So we did a comparison study and so we did a compared the young people that had been through Ticket to Work um, with other young people that had not been through Ticket to Work experience. Uh, so what we found was really reassuring that um, we found that those young people that had experiences while at school, 64% were in employment, um, which was way above those young people that didn't have those experiences. We also found, which was that was interesting, was the more experiences a young person has during school about connecting with the labour market and career development and connecting with employers, the more likely they were able to be in employment. So those young people that participated in three or more activities were 77% were in employment post-school. So mm. we're really encouraged by that. I guess one of the, the other key learnings, which was really interesting, was it wasn't just about their economic participation post-school. They also had um, higher levels of social inclusion and independence, and they're also more likely to be studying. So, you know, in those three areas, there was a quite significant difference with the comparison group. Mm, interesting. And it, it seems like there's something about putting work on on young people's radar. And there's also something about doing it before they leave school, isn't there? Can you talk to me a little bit about that? It's about, you know, young people get the opportunity to see themselves as um, workers and valued workers. Often we have a kind of a culture of protecting young people with a, a disability and students with a disability. So we often, you know, they don't get the opportunities that young people without disabilities would get, such as, you know, work experience and those sorts of things. So, you know, it is very much around those 
early years of those young people seeing themselves as valued workers, but also all the stakeholders around them, so their parents and the school. And we also have, you know, year seven students seeing older students going out working while they're still at school. So that is increasing their expectations and aspirations. Yeah, interesting. It's almost like a recalibration of everyone's perception of that person, including their their own potentially. A lot of, you know, parents are told that that not to have high expectations, mm. that, you know, particularly for young people with intellectual disabilities or more significant disabilities, that employment might not necessarily be in their, their future. Yet all the research shows that, you know, having parents having high expectations is one of the key indicators of employment post-school. So we're just trying to change uh, people's thinking and opportunities um, so that every young person, they have a disability or not, have the opportunity to explore an employment pathway before Mm. they leave school. Yeah. And in terms of that, the school-to-work transition and, and the research that you've been doing, how do you think the research will help to improve school to work transition and and it sounds like there's some pretty fantastic statistics that you've already referred to but dare i say it there's probably a lot more work to be done in this area yeah we we think it's a start i mean for us it's we've been able to show that you know some of the learnings from overseas and some of the things that have worked overseas can work in australia so now it's about well how does every young person get those opportunities so uh, you know for for us it's about how do we influence you know the policies and practices of government that you know all young people have that opportunity and it's seen as a collective responsibility, not just the responsibility of the schools, but also, you know, how do we improve the capacity and the skills of those people around? So how do we improve, you know, parents' expectations and employers? How do we support employers to take on young people with more significant disabilities? Um, so trying to, to influence the practice as well. Um, so we're, we're making sure that, uh, you know, we've got the best possible opportunities for all young people. Yeah, great. Now, we, we, we kind of began with looking backwards, kind of fitting that we would end with looking forwards, but in terms of um, what needs to happen in Australia in particular, and you've given us some of that international context as well, what do you think needs to happen kind of um, in the future in Australia to begin to improve kind of life and employment opportunities for people with disability? Well, I think we need that collective response. Um, We need, you know, uh, state governments and federal governments coming together. You know, currently we have a, often young people are are assessed, you know, through a Centrelink process and and will be told that they don't have the capacity to be working any significant amounts. So, you know, we've got a system that actually, you know, discourages any employment. So we want to make sure that every young person, no matter what their disability or what their situation, has, you know, those opportunities to, you know, create their own futures. We know that work is a fundamental part of being an adult. You know, it gives us a sense of purpose. It it shapes who we are and how we fit into the community. It really means that we are valued. So we want to make sure that all young people have that opportunity to be valued because they've got so much to give. And I I do have one uh, final question. Was there anything in the study uh, in particular that surprised you? Was there anything that came out and you thought, oh, that wasn't how I thought that would go? 
I'm glad that the, the study looked at not just employment. It wasn't just about employment. It was about their lives post-school. So to see a full and vibrant lives for these, these young people that not only were they more likely to be employment, but they were more likely to be going out with their friends, having fun, enjoying their lives. Um, so that was really significant for me. I think also that, you know, what what we kind of call the, the dose effect that, it, you know, it's it's about having a strategic range of experiences that, that build on each other for that individual young person, not just about, you know, one experience. So, you know, that was interesting for us. And I guess for the next steps is how do we make sure that all young people, you know, have those range of experiences so that, that they can be the best they can be. Mm, and I think that that speaks to that point that you were just making before about young people uh, achieving work and how that can actually have an impact, the impact is far broader than you might initially assume in terms of it's not just about money coming in, it does a lot of different things. Yes. And, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise for for us, you know, work gives us a whole lot of freedoms and opportunities. So, you know, why would we think it's any any different? But, I, you know, I really, for for us, it was that, you know, we were able to, to do this on a small scale, but, you know, what, what are the possibilities? And that's what we're really excited about. What are the possibilities? Okay, Michelle, um, thank you very much. Really fascinating to hear about Ticket to Work and, um, and some really uh, impressive statistics to come out of that report. So thank you. It's been fantastic to talk with you today. Thank you. I'm Henry Newton. Thanks for listening.